Hello, hello. This is Juan Adami from the Let's Talk Business Insurance Podcast. This is season one of my podcast entitled Salesmanship. And today we've got a great episode for you. Today is episode four of my podcast entitled Don't Be an Order Taker. Oh, I can't wait to get into this one. You're going to love it. Now, last week, we talked about the first part of the sales process, or the first step, I should say, which is the meet and greet. I explained that to you in the previous podcast episode, uh, what is your sales process? And last week's episode was entitled, How to Start a Great Conversation. And oh man, I got great feedback from last week's episode. Lots of voice messages on the Anchor app. Remember, I'm going to ask you in every episode to please go to the Anchor app, download the app, and give me a voice message. Send me a voice message about your feedback. And I got a lot of great voice messages, so thank you for those of you that took the time to do that about the pointers that I gave in last week's episode. We talked about elevator speeches to properly introduce yourself. We talked about fantastic questions, thought-provoking questions, and we talked about great initial conversations, how to get a meet-and-greet conversation rolling in the right direction. What a great episode. So today's episode, we're going to talk about step two of the sales process, and step two as we talked about, is the explore part. This is the part where we really get to know our customer's business a bit better. Yes, we're going to gather the information that we're going to need to provide a great insurance program that is going to protect your customer's business. But more importantly, we're going to learn the story of the business in this step of the sales process. And I'm going to show you today, we're going to talk about today, the top producer questions that most agents and brokers never ask. So for those of you farmers out there, remember in the last episode, we talked about uh, in, in the episode, what is your sales style? Uh, if you're a farmer out there and you're already comfortable with questions, I'm going to give you some great top producer questions today. But I'm also going to walk you through some power statements that you can say that are going to get your customers drooling with anticipation. They cannot wait to work with you. So those of you hunters out there, remember the hunters, uh, you guys are already very comfortable with the power statements. And you're going to love today's power statements that I'm going to show you. But I'm going to ask both of you, farmers and hunters, I'm going to ask you to start practicing the other side of your game, okay? So you farmers, I'm going to ask you to start really, really focusing on the power statements that I'm going to give you today. And those of you hunters, I'm going to ask you to start focusing on these top producer questions that we're going to go over today. I'm also going to show you a couple of strategies, a couple of strategies to build uh, trust with your customer. I'm going to show you some strategies, but I'm going to help you explain these two strategies uh, to your customer 
And, oh, man, I, I can't wait to share these two strategies. You're going to love them. You are going to love these strategies today. But basically, I'm going to give you the tools that you're going to need to master this part of the sales process like a pro so that you don't sound like an order taker. Remember last week, we discussed the difference between being an order taker versus being a relationship maker. Remember that? We spoke last week about how an order taker is just someone that shotguns out questions, right? They just gather data and they never actually build a relationship. Remember that? I talked about how an order taker is just a, a Taco Bell drive through person on the other end of the speaker, just gathering data. They just gather data and gather information for a quote. And then they wonder why a customer chooses someone else. <laughs> these people, these order takers, they blame the agency. They blame their manager. They blame uh, everyone. They, 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 they blame the markets, anyone uh, for losing their sales. But really, what it comes down to is this question. Are you just gathering data for a quote? Or are you getting the story behind the business? Remember that concept uh, that I introduced in the last episode? Are you, are you getting data or are you getting the story? You see, being a master at this part of the sales process is going to make the difference between you sounding like every other commercial insurance agent and sounding like a pro. Differentiating yourself. Because... That's what this that's what this podcast is all about. It's about differentiating yourself. Yes, I'm going to give you the strategies to be successful, but really what the strategy the, the point of the strategy is to when you get off that phone with the customer and the customer's uh spouse or 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 business partner asks them, you know, who was that? They actually remember your name. They remember your conversation. They even tell them a great story about your conversation. That's what this is about, is differentiating yourself from the average commercial insurance agent. Now, in this step of the sales process, every agent, every broker gathers the same information in this part. Every agent, every broker at this part of the sales process is going to ask the customer some questions about their business operations, their annual gross sales and receipts, their annual employee payroll, how much uh, payroll they have, how many employees they have, subcontracting costs, prior insurance information, prior claims information. Every broker and agent is gathering the same information in this part, okay? But what I'm going to teach you today is how to do it right. So that if you do this part of the sales process right, the customer is going to feel confident that you understand their business. If you do this part right, the customer is going to feel excited about what you are about to offer. They can't wait for you to get back to them with your option. If you do this part right, the customer will have realistic expectations. 
and feel like you're being a professional, you're being honest, trustworthy, on the up and up with them. Now, on the flip side, if you do this part wrong, the customer will have built no relationship with you. They will not feel like you understand their business enough. They will feel like you are just like every other commercial insurance agent. They will just be sitting back, waiting, and expecting you to give them a cheap quote. Like an order taker, right? There's not even going to be an appointment set. There's not going to be any expectation set other than the customer is just sitting back waiting for either a call or an email with a cheap quote. But that's, that's not who we are. We are relationship makers. That's why you're here listening to this podcast, listening, learning, applying what you learn, giving me feedback, all that stuff. That's why you're here. We're going to teach you today. We're going to discuss how to be a relationship maker in this part of the sales process. So let's get on to it. Let's start with some important questions. Now, the first set of important questions that I want you to focus on when you're asking your questions so that you understand the story behind the business is centered around the business operations and the business revenue, okay? Like I said before, I'm not going to go into how do you ask a customer about how much payroll they have. I'm going to expect that you know how to do that part, right? That's, that's the information gathering part. But how you ask these questions and are you understanding the story is what we're going to place a, a point of emphasis on. And first set is around the business operations. So one of the great questions that many agents never ask is what's the most common job that you do or that you are hired to do? What is the basic premise? What is the basic typical job, common job that you're hired to do? Okay. Most agents just ask, if they ask it, what do you do? But I want you to ask them, what's the most common job that you're hired to do? And follow up that, follow up with what is the largest job that you're hired to do? The reason you want to ask these two parameters, these two questions is because this is what, what they call in, in underwriting the light versus heavy side of things. Okay. The light side of the risk, the heavy side of the risk. So when you're asking what's the most common job you're hired to do, basically I want you to get the who, what, when, why, where, right? Same thing with the largest job that you're hired to do. What's the who, what, when, why, where? The reason this that you need to ask these up front is because as I told you before in previous episodes, I do have a history of working with underwriters and I have worked on the carrier side of, of the business. And that's what the underwriters really want to know. They want to know the light versus the heavy side of the risk. So what's the common job that the insured will typically do uh, business operations wise? And what's the largest job that they might do? Now, when I say who, what, when, why, where, 
What is the job? Might be a good question. What is your most common job? Explain that. Tell me a little bit about the most common job. So the what is the job? But also what's important is where is the job normally located? Sometimes the insureds have um, different states that they might be working into or just where, what city, what area, right? We need to know the radius. How much is the revenue from those types, from your common job? And what's the revenue from a large job that you might do? Why? Here's a great question. Why do they hire you? Have you ever thought about asking that question of your customers? Why do your customers hire you? When? When are you typically hired for these jobs? Because some, uh, some of their business might be seasonal. They might, have, uh, they might be really busy during certain times of the year. So the when can also be very important. So what is the job? Where is the job? How much is the revenue on the job? Why do they hire you? When are they typically hiring you for these jobs? All of those questions are important, okay? And the reason they're important, as I said before, the underwriter is going to ask you as the insurance professional what your customer does. And you would be surprised. I I say it kind of tongue in cheek, but I'm being serious here. You would be surprised how many times underwriters complain that the agent has no idea what the customer does. The underwriter's like, Mr. Mrs. Agent, what does the insured do? And they're like, I mean, they're a general contractor. But what do they do? Well, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, general contracting, I guess. Or I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a, a restaurant. Well, what kind of restaurant? What do they do, right? So many times the agents just never ask. So make sure that you're not that type of agent. Get the who, get the what, get the when, get the why, get the where, get the how. Ask all of those questions, okay? This is, again, how you're going to make sure that you un- you really, really understand the business. Now, here's another point, the revenue. Every insurance agent is going to ask the customer, what are your gross sales or receipts? Some, some people use receipts. What are your gross sales? What are your gross receipts? What's your annual employee payroll? You know, how much do you pay your employees and payroll each year? How many employees do you have? How many are full-time? How many part-time? Every agent asks those. But more importantly, what I want you to ask are things like, Mr. And Mrs. Customer, has that gone up or down? Or if you want to even get more down to the nitty gritty, has that gone up or down in the past few years? What if you ask this question? Have your gross sales and receipts, how was that affected by the recent pandemic? Because you don't want to go in assuming. Some of us would probably say, hey, I'm, I'm assuming that COVID has affected your business. But what if it hasn't? Right? We, ne- we never want to assume. We all know what that does. We, we never want to assume. We want to ask, was that affected by the pandemic? And if so, how? How so? Right? 
Those are the types of questions that we need to ask to really understand this business. And right now, I mean, I'm recording this in February, 2021. Right now, a lot of these businesses have or have not been affected by the recent pandemic. And if so, don't you think that's a great topic to bring up? Don't be scared of it. Ask. Some 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 weak insurance professionals are actually out there telling people, don't get into it because, you know, it might be a sore subject. No, I'm sorry, man. But from where I'm coming from, I'm an insurance professional. I need to know that stuff. How am I going to put together a program that correctly or accurately protects your business if I don't know this stuff? If I'm too afraid to ask? right? So don't be afraid. Ask that. Has your gross sales, your gross receipts, has that gone up or down over the past few years? Has it been affected by the pandemic? If so, how? If somebody says, you know what? The pandemic didn't affect my business that much at all. First thing I'm going to ask is, how did you maintain? How'd you pull that off? Which one thinks which one do you think gets you more of a rela- makes you more of a relationship maker? Uh, staying away from that topic or asking about that topic? If they've been affected and it's been affected negatively, then you just ask the question and let them share. If they're not willing to share, they'll tell you. Right? But the reality is, what if they do? How much better of a relationship will you make with that customer if they did? Now, what about this question? Here's another one. This is a great one. And I never hear agents asking this ever. Do you have an overall plan to grow your business? And if so, please, by all means, share. What if you ask that of all of your customers? Do you have an overall plan to grow your business? And if you do, what is it? Please share, right? The reason that I'm asking that question is I'm differentiating myself from the typical commercial insurance agent that is just gathering data for a quote, right? I want to develop a relationship. And the way I'm going to do that is by asking not just just about the now, but about the future, right? I don't want to just know the present. I want to know the future. So do you have an overall plan to grow your business? What a great question. Now, let's move into the next area. The next set of important questions that I want want to go over with you, the questions to ask so that you understand the story is around prior insurance information. As I said before, every agent is going to ask, in most cases, if the insured has insurance now, and if they did, if they don't, they're going to ask about the prior insurance information as well. But again, it's about how you ask it, the types of questions that you ask. That's the part that's most important. So when you ask a customer, are you currently insured? Well, the first scenario is going to be, yes, I'm currently insured. When your customer says, yes, I'm currently insured, man, it's like, you know, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I start leaning forward like a linebacker. I start getting ready for battle, right? 
Because the first question that runs through our mind as an insurance professional is, well, <laughs> then why are you looking around? Right? But I'm going to give you a great piece of advice about this particular part. Don't ask why they're looking around yet. Don't do it. And I'll tell you why. Most of us, our impulse is going to be to ask, why are you looking around? But the problem is, I don't really believe that in this part of the sales process yet, that you've really developed the trust and the rapport that you're going to need for the insured to really truthfully answer that question. I want to say that again. I want you to ask yourself, at this point in the conversation, do you have you built enough trust and rapport with this customer to ask why they're looking around? Because I want you to put yourself in the mindset of the customer. The customer is calling for a quote. They tell you that, yes, they currently have insurance. And the first question out of your mouth is, well, then why are you looking around? Right? As a customer, what goes, and, and I know this because I've spoken to many of them about this, and many of them have told me this, is that they feel like if they answer that question truthfully and they tell you every bit of what's wrong with their current program and their, their current agent, that all you're going to do is use that against them. That's what they're, <laughs> trust me, that's what they tell me. That's how they feel. All of us would feel that way, right? So it's just like when you go in to buy a car, it's just like the car salesman asking, so how come you didn't keep your last car? How come you're already trying to refinance? You already know that where they're going with this is they're trying to figure out your budget and then they're going to come in $5, $10 right underneath your budget so that they can still make it when they probably could have given you something better. That's, I'm not saying that's what I believe. I'm just simply saying that that's what customers may believe. That's what they're thinking. So if you haven't built the trust yet, you might not get a truthful answer out of your customer. You might not be able to uncover that truth until later, a few steps in more into the sales process. So the best thing you can do is if somebody says, yes, I do have insurance right now. Ask something instead of asking, well, then why are you looking around? Ask this question. How do you want your next policy to be different? Let me say that again. How do you want your next insurance policy or next insurance program to be different? That's how I want you to ask that question. Instead of, why are you looking around? How do you want it to be different this time? Because it's, it's, it's accomplishing, almost accomplishing the same task. You're just asking it in a more respectful way. Okay? Because we all know what the parameters are going to be. They're either looking for better coverage. They're looking for better customer service from their agent or their current uh, carrier. Maybe they want a different payment option. Maybe they're, they're looking for better pricing, whatever it is. But that's what I want you to ask. How do you want your policy to be different this time? And also learn this question. Okay. This is very, very important. 
Learn how to ask, what else? What else? When the customer says, well, you know, this time around, I'd like my policy to maybe offer a little bit of better customer service. Ask about it. How so? And when you're done on that topic, ask something like this. What else? Because typically in sales, the, the rule of thumb is if you can find two or three things, you know, in, in most insurance sales books call it pains, right? If you can find two or three pains, you can pretty much figure out a solution to those pains and then you have a sale, right? But ask, what else? Don't just be satisfied with the first thing the customer says. If they say the first issue that they want to be different this time is better customer service, but maybe they also want better coverage. But you wouldn't know that unless you ask, what else? Right? So learn that question. It's going to be a very, very important tool in your toolbox is that simple question, what else? Now, if the current, if the, the customer answers your question of, are you currently insured with no, then you have to change it up, right? That's going to, that's going to require a whole different set. When was the last time you were insured, right? Everybody's pretty much going to ask that. Hopefully <laughs> most good to average insurance agents should ask if somebody doesn't have insurance, well, when's the last time you had it in some way, shape, or form? But what I want you to go into is tell me about it. Let me say that again. We're, are you currently insured, Mr. or Mrs. Customer? No, I'm not. When was the last time you were insured? Oh, my policy, uh, last time I had a policy was last year. It canceled in November. Tell me about it is the next question I want you to ask. Is there anything you would have changed about your previous insurance program? Oh, man, what a great question, right? Is there anything that you would have changed about your previous insurance program that canceled last year in November? Don't ask what did you not like about your previous insurance agent? <laughs> Don't ask that. Again, you'll just put them on the defensive and they'll and they'll probably most likely most likely not really give you a truthful answer because again, they don't fully trust you yet. But also sometimes if you do that at the wrong time, because timing is very important. If you ask someone at the wrong time, what did you not like about your previous insurance agent? You may end up opening the door and having the door shut right back on your face when the customer goes, actually, I didn't have any problem with my previous insurance agent. I actually liked them. Here are the five things I really liked about them. And then you're like, oh no, <laughs> right? I just opened Pandora's box. That was not the avenue I wanted my customer to go down, right? But you asked the wrong question. Instead of asking, what did you not like about your previous insurance agent? Is there anything you would change about the experience you had? And you can even add in with your previous insurance agent. Is there anything you would change? about the experience you had with them, right? 
that it's a, it's a more respectful question. It respects the insured, the, the customer. It ex, it respects the previous agent. If they would like to share, then they'll say, yeah, he never freaking called me back. Yes, he never explained to me what he was doing or why the answer was this. He never explained to me what I was covered for here. He never explained to me. She never explained to me, right? And if they want to share, they will. But when you ask, is there anything you would change about the experience you had with them? They might just say, actually, no, probably nothing I would change. Right. It's a more respectful question. Okay. So we got, so those of you farmers were probably jotting a ton of notes down, right? Because you love questions and hopefully you hunters were writing just as many notes down because I need you guys to start focusing on questions, right? Now, what we're going to get into now is explaining what you are going to do for them. Now that you have the information, now that you know their sales and their payroll, and whether or not their sales has gone up or down. You know a little bit about their future plans with their business. You know about their previous insurance information. You know about who they had before and what they liked about it, what they didn't like about it, because you asked great questions. Now that you've got that information, now we're going to explain to our customer what we're going to do with it. You're going to teach them what your job is right? You'd be surprised how many sales calls I've listened to and evaluated and dissected. And we never actually explained anything. All we said was, okay, great. I'm going to go check out the markets and I'll come back with a cheap quote, right? So here are the steps. Here's how you're going to explain what you're going to do for them. First, you need to thank them for the info. So the first thing I want you to do is say something like, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, for being so open with me about your business. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to take your business information that you've recently shared with me to my preferred business insurance markets. Maybe even list a few of the carriers that they may know. Right? I'm going to take your business information to my preferred business insurance markets. I have relationships with these underwriters of these preferred business insurance markets. I have relationships with the underwriters of these carriers. And I'm going to be negotiating on your behalf. If I have your permission, what I'm going to do is I'm going to negotiate with the underwriters. And the things I'm going to be negotiating are great coverages to make sure you're covered right and competitive pricing to make sure that we're, we're getting a good value. Amongst other things, payment options and all that stuff, I'm going to be negotiating with the underwriters great coverage and competitive pricing. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring the best option to the table to discuss with you. Now, let me recap that. Again, we're going to thank them for being open with us. We're going to tell them 
where we're going to our preferred business insurance markets, maybe even list a few. We're going to talk about how we have relationships with the underwriters and we're going to negotiate on their behalf. I'm going to sell you in the best light to my underwriters to get you the best coverage, best pricing. And I'm going to bring the best option to the table and discuss with you. But I want you to add this as well. I will not just bring you the best, cheapest option. I will not just bring you the cheapest option. But the option with great coverage, great customer service for your business with competitive pricing. That's what I want you. That's the message I want you to sing. It's not going to be the cheapest. Don't be afraid to tell your customers right up front in this point of the sales process. It's not going to be the cheapest, man. That's not what we're about. Relationship makers are not about just bringing something cheap. Right? We don't want to be the cheapest. Cheapest is here today, gone tomorrow, right? We're going to bring you the option with the great coverage, great customer service, and it has competitive pricing. That's what I want you to add. These are the power statements we were talking about earlier. Those of you hunters out there, this should be your favorite part, right? Making power statements, saying it with, with emphasis, get a little bit louder, get a little bit clearer, have a little bit of pep in your step when you say it. Literally, sound excited. This part of the sales process, you need to sound excited. Now, let's talk a little bit further down. the. Let's go a little bit further down the rabbit hole with power statements, okay? When I present my best option, it's actually going to be part of a long-term insurance savings strategy. <laughs> what do you think about that? Let me say that again. When I, possess my best, when I present my best option, it's going to be part of a long-term insurance savings strategy. What I mean by that is that over the next three to five years, as your business revenue increases, what my goal is going to be is to make sure that your insurance costs actually either go down or remain constant as your business revenue increases. What do you think that's saying to the customer when you say that you're going to be presenting a strategy and that it's long term? What do you think that does? Again, that differentiates you from the traditional agent, from the traditional commercial insurance professional. I'm not just providing a quote for today for the next 12 months. It's going to be part of a strategy, a long-term strategy. Because again, you shared with me, Mr. Mrs. Customer, your business plan and how you're planning on increasing revenue over the next three to five years. So I want to make sure as your insurance professional, that your insurance costs either go down as your revenue goes up or remain constant. That's my goal. I can't promise it, but that's my goal. That's the strategy. That's what I'm looking to do. Because if your business revenue is going up, 
Mr. and Mrs. Customer, and your insurance costs are going down or remaining constant, you're keeping the revenue, right? That's the mentality. That's the, that's the point of making a power statement like this. It's a long-term strategy for the next three to five years. Kind of like, um, you know, like, like, like if you, those of you that have ever visited a, a financial advisor, right? That's how they talk. That's the, that's the language that they use. It's long-term and it's a strategy, right? In many different forms. Now, you don't have to, again, I'm not, I want your sales process, as, as I've always said, I want your sales process to be fluid, but these are the, this is the message I want you to sing. You don't have to say it exactly like I do, but I want you to sing that message. Sing that song. Now, here's another great one. I commit to all of my customers that I do a market analysis when your policy comes up for renewal next year. I promise to search all of my preferred business insurance markets to see if you should switch carriers or stay with your current insurance program. The reason I tell you this, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, is many agents don't. They just keep you with the same carrier year after year, never checking to see if there's a better option that they can negotiate. And I'll tell you, it's usually one of two reasons why they don't do this. Either the current carrier is giving them a good commission and they want to keep you there or they're just plain lazy. But I want my customers to trust me with their insurance needs for years. So I try to earn their business again each year. Oh man, we're getting into some power statements, baby. So let me say that one again. Let, let, let me recap that one for those of you trying to kind of put this all together. I commit to all of my customers that I do a market analysis of your insurance policy each year at renewal. I promise to search all of my preferred business insurance markets to see if you should stay with your current carrier or switch. You see, many agents don't do that. They keep you with the same carrier year after year, never ch checking to see if there's a better option. And this is usually because of two reasons. They're either getting a great commission with that carrier and they're, you know, what's in it for them, or they're just plain lazy. I don't do that. I want my customers to stay with me, trust me with their insurance for the next three to five years or more. So I try to earn their business again each year. I challenge you. Those of you new commercial insurance agents, I challenge you to get that far out of your custom, your, your comfort zone and say these things to your customers. Those of you hunters, you're probably going to be comfortable. So you hunters out there should start becoming more and more and more comfortable with the question asking portion of this. And uh, you're, I'm sure you hunters are very, very excited about the power statements we're using here. And those of you farmers, 
should also be really, really, really studying and practicing and applying the power statements section to this. And I'm sure you guys are very, very excited about the top producer questioning that we went over. So what a great section on these power statements really setting up. I hope you guys are, are really seeing that you can really set up your sale correctly by using these uh, the correct questioning uh, to really understand the story and the correct power statements uh, to really, really, really drive home your message that you're the person that they should be working with. So let's recap. We've now covered the second step of the sales process. That's the explore step, getting to know the business better, to evaluate the right insurance program for the business. Um, uh, we showed you how to focus on two parts, the business operations and revenue and the prior insurance section. We've uh, given you some great tips to keep the customer moving with you to the next step. You know, how to explain what you're going to do with this information to offer a great insurance option for their business, how to tie in your insurance option to the big picture, right? That was really driven home in this episode, a long-term insurance saving strategy and a solid customer service promise to build retention. Wow. I hope, uh, I hope everyone really enjoyed this as, as much as I enjoyed uh, sharing. Uh, again, please don't forget to voice message me on the Anchor app with your questions, your suggestions, your examples from today's episodes, uh, or with just you know just suggestions and feedback in general on my podcast. Now, next week, we've got another great episode in the first season of Salesmanship. Next week, we're going to be discussing the selling part of the sales process, right? Where we're going to sell our solutions. We're going to sell the sizzle. We're going to get in, influence people, teach people things. You know, the, the next step of the sales process after we've set it up correctly. I can't wait to get into that with you guys next week. So until then, uh, this is Juan Adame signing off from the podcast, Let's Talk Business. Insurance. Happy sales. Have a great week.